Welcome to Bills Tonight. I'm Chris Brown, joined by Eric Wood, our Bills analyst and former Bills center. And uh, Eric, a wild one, but the Bills use turnovers to keep their distance on the scoreboard from Seattle. Uh, just your initial thoughts on a quarterback-dominated game more than anything else. Yeah, both quarterbacks showed up today, and it was as entertaining as a game gets. Tons of yards through the airs, so many big plays. But the Bills' defense, as you mentioned, forced four turnovers. Josh Allen, they start the game with so many consecutive pass plays, only two designed rushes in the first half, I believe. And Josh Allen goes for over 400, three passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown, and no turnovers. And that's the kind of play you want from your quarterback in a game as big as this when you're playing against one of the league's best. Yeah, I mean, it was pitch and catch for him. No question, he finishes with an 81.6% completion percentage going 31 of 38 for 415, as you mentioned. Not that Russell Wilson was bad from a passing perspective. He was just bad in terms of protecting the football. Had two fumbles, interception, uh, two interceptions, and uh, four total turnovers for the Seahawks. But let's go to the defense first as we go down to the Zoom room in the locker room where Jordan Poirier and Micah Hyde are waiting to address the media. Yeah, I wanted to uh, ask you about the job that the defensive front seven in particular was able to do on Russell Wilson today. I know Jordan, his pressure on Wilson uh, resulted or, or certainly helped out with your interception in the end zone. Uh, he had that strip sack that Trey White recovered. Um, you know, it, just knocked him around all day. What did you guys think about what you were able to do up front today? Uh, yeah, I mean, we talk about it every week. You know, our uh, our D line serves a drink to our defense. You know, uh, whatever we talk about all week, that you know they got to play on the other side of the line of scrimmage, and that's what they did today, man. Those guys, they had a hell of a week of practice. Um, just focus on the details and, and continuing. You know, we understand nowhere near where we want to be, but you know, continue to work on the on the little details. Those guys had a hell of a week of practice, and uh, they showed up in the game today. Can you walk me through your pick? What happened on that play? Uh, yeah, they ran swap boot. Uh, <laughs> he, he said the play to him. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all supposed to know it. <laughs> uh, yeah, they basically yeah, swap boot is what we call it. Uh, I was able to read it, and Jerry was able to get pressure in his face and, and, and force him to make a throw that he probably didn't want to make, and I was able to just make a play on the football. The same exact play Mike Hyde had last year against uh, New England. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Congrats again. Hey guys, congrats on the win. I think going into this game, you look at this game and you're like, okay, the second big game if they want to limit their receivers. How are you guys able to eat in this game? You broke out. How are you guys able to eat in this game based on the game plan from what Leslie Frazier was calling? Uh, you know, he was, uh, he was aggressive. Um, you know, as, as a defense, we like to uh, get after the quarterback. Um, today, you know, our front, our front was able to do that. Um, and then on the back end, when the ball was thrown, uh, make plays on the ball. Uh, you know, Jadavis made a hell of a play. Poe made a hell of a play. Uh, our D-line was was eaten. A.J. Klein had the, had the day of his life, um, coming off the edge, had a couple sacks. Um, you know, when, when Frazier's just calling our aggressive game and our D-line is, is eating like that, uh, that's when we play at our best. What does this game say about your defense as a whole heading into week 10? Well, I, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. No, our defense has been bad all year. Nope, keep that same energy. I don't care if we're getting takeovers or not. Or, or getting takeaways or not. We got a bad defense over here, I guess. Luckily, I'm very familiar with Sorry, sorry, buddy. 
not to you. Not, not directed towards you. I was like, dang, <laughs> I'm catching the heat right now. We know everybody picks Seattle today, so that's all right. No, what does this game say about the defense as a whole? Oh, I mean, I, our offense put up 47 points, you know. Uh, it was just complimentary football. You know, obviously there were some plays that we left out there, a couple big plays that, um, you know, just some communication stuff. You know, obviously a couple plays I had out there that I wish I had back, you know. So just continuing to get better each and every week. You know, we're not – anywhere near where we want to be and I feel like I say that every week but at the same time you got to have that mindset to continue to get better um, each and every week. Thanks guys great win. Oh uh, yeah um, cool game. I mean, you made a great check on that. Uh, hey guys Jenna Cotton uh, and the win. Um, I know you said that a lot of people picked that was a huge thing in the game and what does it feel like with the complimentary way you guys played? You broke out a you finish your question? Just winning this game, knowing that no one expected you guys to, what does it mean to you guys and what does it show about the team? Um, we're, we're a resilient group. Um, you know, we've, especially as a defense, I feel like, uh, yeah, we, we put some uh, some bad games on tape. But, um, you know, like just like in years past, we always, always prevail. We always always come through. You know, the guys in the slot yeah, room never film. quit. Um, you see that we're just relentless. The we want to continue to get better, and um, as long as we're getting better late in the season, you know it's a process right now. But late in the season, we're playing our best football. And, um, today was another uh, another game. We were able to make some plays and something to build off of. Um, just a follow up, really quick. You talked about AJ Klein in his play today. Um, one impressive that on the field. He's playing fast, man. He's playing fast. He's playing moves. You know, that's, I mean, that's a great team. You know, what do we expect out of AJ? He's a great football player, and, uh, you know, he made some huge plays for us today. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, Jay Skirsky with the Buffalo News here. Uh, the last three years, you two and Trey had combined for 31 interceptions. You, coming into this game, you hadn't had one yet amongst you three this um, season. Did you guys feel like that, you were due? Uh, I'm the Lone Ranger. <laughs> yeah, we were definitely due. We were due eight weeks ago. Um, it was good to see. It was good to see two one and two seven get on the board today. Um, Paul made a heavy play in the red zone. Red zone picks on his two. Um, you know, taking points off the board that's huge. And then Tre Davis, you know, third and long. Uh, they were backed up. They were, they were trying to be aggressive. Um, you know, the game was so tight. Tight then. I think it was a ten point game at that time. Uh, they were trying to put something together. Uh, put something together. Get something going. And um, Tre Davis made a made a hell of a play. Um, you know, obviously we're, we're busting his chops because. He got tackled on the three um, uh, against a, against a lineman. You know we're gonna we're gonna kill him in the media room. You know he has, he has to score that. You know we talk about scoring on defense, but has to score that. But uh, no, it was just good to see them get on the board, and um, it's just something that the whole the whole DB group can build off of. Um, you know we're we're a uh, unselfish group. Um, we, we don't care who gets the who gets the, who makes the plays, but as long as we're making plays, um, you know. And I think that we went into this game knowing that the, the plays are gonna be out there. It's just on us to catch the ball. What were the swings in this game like just emotionally? Obviously, you know how explosive they can be. And, you know, your offense is going back and forth. You guys are taking the ball away. It was just so much was going on during the game. Was just, what, what was it like on the sideline at times? I mean, you, this is a, one, I mean, every week is really like that. And just being able to weather the storm and control, you know, every week you're going to have ebbs and flows of a football game, ups and downs, and just being able to control those situations and, and, and stay mentally level, never get too high, never get too low. Um, and, and I truly believe we have that on this team. You know, we're, we can go through some bad 
you know, some adversity, but still find ways to get out of it. You know, we had a tough two game stretch, um, found ways to not, was that three in a row now? Back to back to back wins, you know, after two losses. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a real, like Mike said, it's a resilient football team. And uh, we're just riding the wave, man, throughout the game. There's never any too high, never getting too high, never getting too low. Thank you both. That's it. Hey guys, Matt Fairburn oh, here. What did it what did it mean to you guys as a defense to see Josh and the offense put up 44 and just to see them get back to what they were doing early in the year? That's that's our offense. Uh, you know, we, we went against them all camp. Um, no preseason. You know, they were able to uh, move the ball on us, make plays on us. So we know what type of, uh, of offense they are. Um, this is, you know, it's good to see. I've been saying this all along. It's good to see the success of, of 17, just his competitive, competitive nature and what they've been able to do in the last couple of years, putting putting uh, points up and, and having guys on that offense that are just going out there and competing. Um, you know, bringing a guy like Diggs is obviously, you know, one, number one receiver, but uh, Bees and, and Smoke, they all, you know, Dawson, whoever it is out there, they're all making plays. Um, and it's just good to see that, you know, the evolution of the, of the you know, where the offense was a couple of years ago to, to where they are now, and they're only going to get better. We've talked about, you know, how tough it is to play defense in the NFL these days. What, do you have to readjust your mindset at all to be like, I mean, you let up 34 points, but it was legitimately a great game. You know, you turn the ball over four times. How do you deal with that in, in a game when you know points are going to be scored, but but you know the big plays will be what matters? Like, you just, like I said earlier, just continue to weather the storm and continue to stay on a level plane throughout the game. They're going to they're a good offense. They're going to make plays. Um, but continuing to fight, continuing to grind. We had three takeaways, and those were big plays in the game to help change the change the dynamic of the game. So just staying with it throughout the that's a that was the number one offense coming. In. I think it was number one offense coming into the game today. And so we knew they were going to make plays, we knew they were going to score points, but just continue. That's the type of team we have: team to grind throughout the game and come out the win. Thanks, guys. All right, thanks, guys. You're all set. Thank you. All right. All right. That's Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde giving their thoughts on the game and. Eric, you know, you look at the defensive effort today. The Bills had four three and outs in this game uh, on defense. Three of them are ended after three plays via the turnover. The Hughes forced fumble and the White fumble recovery, the Trey White interception late in the game, and then the A.J. Klein forced fumble and fumble recovery. They got off the field with turnovers. They did, and those are huge. And in big games like this, Forcing turnovers is something that the Bills have not proven that they could do consistently throughout the year. So it's so great to see that show up today. And when you're playing a prolific offense like the Seahawks have, uh, the number one ranked passing attack in the NFL, you're playing a quarterback like Russell Wilson, to be able to force those turnovers, it, it makes a tremendous difference in the game. And when you win a turnover margin, four to nothing in the NFL, you are going to come away victorious. And the turnovers were a, just a huge part of the picture when you look at the Bills getting the win today. Yeah, 16 total points off of turnovers. And you look at the difference in the game, it's a 10-point game. So those 16 points, obviously crucial to the victory. Let's go back down to the locker room where Zach Moss is addressing the media. Uh, outstanding game and uh, congrats on the win. What... Uh, how fun was it just, just to have, I mean, I know it, uh, when, when you have this kind of, this is the most points, by the way, the bill scored since 2016. So just in general, how, how fun was a game like this where you were pretty much in control from the very start? Uh, it was definitely a lot of fun to be out there just watching the guys, uh, execute plays. 
Um, and I mean, everybody was just ready to go for this game. Um, you know, we did a really good job all week in practice um, and staying ready and being just executing everything. You know, we knew there was a really good team coming in and that they could score a lot of points and they did a lot of good things. But, uh, you know, we just did our job. And one follow up, just uh, again, watching and appreciating Josh Allen, uh, 400 yard game and uh, looking like the guy we saw for the better part of the first four weeks. Observations on that, please. Uh, I mean, he's the same guy every week. You know what I mean? Every game is different in this league, which I've learned. You know what I mean? Sometimes you're rolling and sometimes you're not. But, you know, the most important thing is to, you know, come out of there with a win. And, you know, he does a really good job of leading this team. And he's a fighter. You know, what, no matter what his numbers is, he's always the same guy, win or loss. Um, so, you know, it's great to go out there and, uh, you know, fight with a guy like that. Thanks and congrats. Zach Attack, Mookie Hawkins, Ruffalo Sports Today. How you doing? What's up, my man? Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Okay. Uh, inside that red zone, it seemed like you really wanted to, you know, put that nail in the coffin. What was going on in your mind when you got that call? Uh, you know, I'm always about trying to stay ready, you know, doing whatever the team needs me to do. And, um, you know, in the goal line packages, um, you know, they call my number a lot. So I always try to stay ready and um, just finish the job that these guys did a really good job of getting down the field and, you know, repaying the offense. You know, when you get in that red zone, definitely uh, under five yards, you always want to come out of there with a touchdown. Absolutely. And in that first half, it seems like y'all was keeping Josh real clean with the pass protections out there. So good to talk about, you know, what you were seeing out there as far as the, the looks that Seattle was giving you. Uh, yeah, they were. We knew they were a, a kind of a high-pressure team um, between uh, Wagner and Adams, um, and that's who they like to bring a lot and things like that. So we did a really good job just continuously picking it up, and we harped on that all week. Um, we knew as long as we, you know, take care of the line of scrimmage and pick up the blocks and communicate everything, uh, Josh would have a day. And uh, you know, um, O-line in the backs and the tight ends, and Josh communicating everything to everyone. Uh, you know, we was able to go ahead out there and do that. Thanks a lot, man. Big win today. Appreciate it. Hey, Zach, Heather Prusak here from the CBS station in Buffalo. Uh, congrats on the win. Um, just going back to Josh, uh, it seems like he had such a calming presence there, even, you know, not getting rattled, even when he was getting sacked multiple times and you guys dealing with so many injuries on the offensive line. Um, can you just speak to just his, his calming presence in the huddle and out there for you guys? Um, you know, to see a guy like that um, not get rattled, uh, you know, when things start going south and things like that and continuously come to the sideline and keep everybody's head level. Um, we have a really good team when it comes to on the offensive side of the ball, definitely, um, with our mentality and just, you know, next play mentality. Um, so Josh is to have a guy at the helm, you know what I mean, showing that and being able to uh, show that each and every time he's on the field is big for our offense. What kind of a statement do you think you guys made beating a team like the Seahawks, especially with, you know, how well they're doing, Russell Wilson, front runner for an MVP? Uh, just what kind of a statement do you think you guys made in this win here today? Uh, I mean, I can't speak for the team, but, you know, um, I think for me, I would say we let the media figure it head out. Um, we just came out here and, you know, wanted to uh, notch another win under our belt. And we did that, and, um, you know, we got one more game and just want to finish it out strong going into our bye week. So, uh, you know, that's the biggest thing for us. Thanks, Zach. Yeah. Hi, Zach. This is Jordan LaBarber with Bills.com. Um, what was your impression of, of the defense coming up, I guess, uh, 
at crucial moments with, with turnovers today. Yeah, the defense did a really good job, man. Uh, coach preached about getting turnovers and turning the offense, and Trey almost did that day. Um, they did a really good job. I mean, all phases of the ball was ready to go on special teams, um, defense and offense. Everybody just really played into each other's arms and things like that. So it was really good seeing the defense go out there, take the ball away, give us um, a lot of good field position today. Thank you. Awesome. Are there any other uh, questions for today? Okay, Zach, it seems like you're all set. All right, that's Zach Moss from down in the locker room. And Eric, his stat line is not going to look overly impressive. Two, nine carries for 18 yards, but he did have the big rushing touchdown to kind of widen Buffalo's lead. And those two catches that he made in the passing game, I think, were a microcosm of the difference between the run game success and the pass game success. But that 20-yard screenplay to get that pass rush of the Seattle Seahawks when they were blitzing almost every down to back off, I thought was huge. Yeah, I thought both the fourth quarter screen passes, the one to Zach Moss and then the other to John Brown, those were both enormous plays for the Bills. John Brown's obviously comes on third and 16 to get them down near the goal line. But for the Bills and, and Zach Moss, when you look at the day today, the Bills only have 34 yards on the ground today. But what the Bills have proven these last two weeks is they can beat you on the ground. They can get under center and grind you out like they did against the Patriots last week, exploiting their rush defense that was ranked in the bottom five of the NFL. And then today you, pe you play a pass defense in Seattle that is ranked 32nd in the NFL, and you torch them through the air. What the Bills are able to do from a balanced standpoint on offense and not necessarily balance in game, balance from game to game, is so impressive that they have the talent on the team at this point to do it both ways. Yeah, and then a couple of goal-to-goal -goal situations. They get the touchdown in tight from Moss, as you mentioned, and then they get the other one from Josh Allen on the ensuing drive on that design run to the right there. You're right, and then early in the game, uh, through the air, Josh throws an absolute rifle on the goal line and uh, to Tyler Croft, which uh, I guess that ball just stuck to him when it hit him. And then uh, they do cap both those drives off. I love the Josh Allen run um, with all the motion going towards the left side of the field from the skill position players and then all the offensive linemen getting out in space. John Feliciano with an incredible cut block out in space in front of that Josh Allen run, which is incredible to see your center out moving ahead of your athletic quarterback like that. And um, yeah, the Bills made plays when they needed to on the ground today, but they didn't need to do it very often. And, and I think what we're going to see, Chris, is game to game, they can exploit teams different ways. So if the weather dictates it or a, a, a specific weakness of a defense dictates it, they can play that type of game. Let's go now down to the locker room to listen to Josh Allen, who accounted for four of the Bills' touchdowns today. As a whole team, we took care of business today. We played really good complimentary football. Our special teams gave us a couple short fields. Our defense gave us a couple short, field, uh, short fields. Um, you know, I think they had three or four forced turnovers. And anytime you're winning the turnover battle by that much, um, you're going to have success. So, um, I mean, it was a complete total win today. Our guys got open, made some plays. Um, our O-line protected, you know, their, their tails off. And, um, you know, there's one thing that I can do better. Uh, I took too many sacks today, getting the ball out quickly and, um, you know, not, not trying to push the ball downfield uh, and, and just getting the ball out earlier and early enough uh, where they can't get to me. And I thought one of the, one of the keys of the game, it seemed like, I mean, you completed 31 passes. I'm not sure two or three were actually contested catches. I mean, there were just guys open all day. What was working so well in your scheme 
that kept getting guys open all day like that? I mean, our guys did a good job. Um, we protected up front, and I had time to get the ball out. And, um, again, it's credit to those guys and uh, finding windows in their zone and when it was man, um, you know, executing their route. So uh, it's my job to get, get them the ball, and, um, you know, they made it easy for me today. Okay. Thanks, Josh. Hey, Josh, Matt Bovee here. You know, when you guys score 44 points as an offense, I would imagine you're playing with just a ton of confidence. When you kind of look back at the season thus far, do you remember a time when the offense was clicking like it was today? Um, I mean, again, I think the last few weeks we've been moving the, the heck out of the ball. Uh, we just haven't been putting many points on the board. So um, it was good today that we, we got, you know, some touchdowns instead of field goals. Uh, still left a lot of meat on the bone, though, and I, I truly mean that. So um, it's going to be fun to watch this one and still learn from it and um, you know, try to get better from it because, um, again, if we're moving the ball and spreading the ball around, uh, we got weapons outside that, you know, I'm not not sure too many people can can keep up with those guys. So uh, I got to make good decisions and, and put the ball in their hands and let them make some plays. How important, though, was it kind of going back to that confidence to start and score so early, just three plays into the game? And, you know, I'm sure I mean, that probably yeah. set the tone. The, the special team set the tone. You know, Dre doing what he did and, the, you know, the uh, uh, return unit doing what they did. Um, you know, it speaks kudos to a guy like uh, Coach Heath. And, you know, he was a Seahawk. Um, so to come here and to have a performance like that, it means a lot to our guys. It means a lot to him. And, um, you know, our guys wanted to play for him because of that. Thank you, Josh. Hey, Josh, congrats on the win and, uh, and the great game. Um, Thank you. From your standpoint, to go back to what Sal was saying about the, uh, the, the, the amount of green pat, patches around your targets uh, and you connecting with them, just how fun it was. It looked like just pitch and catch time for much of this game for you and your receivers. How fun was that? Oh, it was awesome. You know, our guys, like I said, did a good job of getting open, and uh, we protected, protected up front enough where I can get the ball out and, and let them make some plays. And you saw a lot of really good uh, yards after the catch. You saw a lot of really good routes today, guys stepping up, making plays, and um, that's what you love to see. So, um, again, it's just it's my job to get into their hands, and uh, that's what we did today. And when you were uh, the uh... – head coach of the Seahawks, Pete Carroll, uh, made reference uh, after this game that, th that they were surprised that, that you didn't run as an offense as much as they, I guess, thought you were going to. When you were talking about this game plan with Brian Dayball, what kind of, how did that hit you, the idea that you were probably going to be doing a, a lot of throwing and a lot more throwing than running today? Uh, well, you know, I loved it personally, and I know our receivers loved it, but Whatever, whatever it takes to win is, is what we're willing to do, what I'm willing to do. Um, it's checking out of, a, out of a pass and getting to a run play. That's what I'm doing and, and just trying to put us in the right situation and the right play call each and, each and every play. Um, you know, and it's job of the quarterback to get yourself out of bad plays, and uh, there's still a couple today that we can clean up. Um, but, again, you know, whatever the case is, you know, I trust in Coach Dable and our offensive staff, of, you know, developing a game plan and just going out there and, uh, you know, the guys got to go and execute it, and I think we did that today. Thanks, Josh. Hey, Josh. Other, Heather Prusak here. Good to see you. Congrats on the win. How much, from your perspective, how much different is this offense when you have John Brown on the field? Um, I mean, he's just another guy that you got to worry about. Um, his route running, uh, his speed, he's a vertical threat. He's a very smart, instinctive runner, knows when to find zones. Um, you know, he, he's a heck of a player and a heck of a guy. And uh, when he's on the field, you know, it's just, 
it, it forces you now you got to worry about three or four different guys on the field at all time you can't as soon as you take attention away from it um that's when we use them and uh you know he stepped up tonight and <laughs> one yard away from having a hundred yard game and got tripped up by the goal line but um you know those are the type of uh things we need him to do and um you know he went out there and did it i know he's had a couple of weeks of battling with some injuries but today he played fantastic hey you were one yard away from a new career high too <laughs> no it is what it is um just you know putting up as many points as you guys did you know 44 points um what does that do uh for this offense's confidence moving forward and beating a team like the Seahawks what does it do just for your confidence as a whole moving forward uh for the rest of the season yeah obviously uh you know the confidence is there but we understand it's a week-to-week -week league and um you know I'm not even I, I swear I don't even know who we're playing next week but um we're, we're taking it one week at a time and uh, that's that's how we're doing it. So as soon as we watch this film and we're getting on to it next week and, uh, um, you know, we understand that each week's a different challenge that we got to be prepared for and have a good week of practice and try to go out there and execute. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. Hey, Josh, how's it going? Um, you run the ball 38 times against the Patriots and win. You pass the ball 38 times against Seattle and also win. I mean, is this the type of offense that I, I guess y'all were – envisioning this offseason when he made all these these offseason additions like is this the kind of offense you're expecting to see 100 percent. and you know the thing is like i said earlier we, we're willing to do whatever it takes to win a football game um we got a lot of selfless guys here we got guys up front that don't care if we run or pass um you know and we we got receivers that are you know willing to block in the run game which sometimes you don't get that but our guys are selfless and, and just want to win football games and uh, we just want to do whatever it takes to win. Gotcha. And you referenced earlier that, you know, you're going to pick your your game apart today that you took too many sacks. Um, I, I guess what was it, what did Seattle do that that kind of made you take so many sacks? Like what were you seeing out there? Yeah. Um, well, they had a good brush plan. They brought some some blitzes that um, I could have fixed with, uh, with a different check, um, you know, in protection. But um, they did a good job. You know, they get paid on the other side of the football, too, and they had a good game plan. But, uh, they they made it a little bit of a zero game, um, you know, early on and, and or late in that first half and early in the third quarter. And then we hit the uh, screen to John, kind of got him out of that. So uh, I got to recognize those earlier and, and get to our checks, whatever the case may be. And um, you know, if we continue to see it, we'll have to we'll have to adjust and find different ways to attack it. But as soon as you hit them once or twice, there usually the team doesn't go back to it. So um, just recognizing it earlier. Gotcha. And that, that zero, that cover zero, that's them basically sending more guys than you can block and daring you Correct. to find a receiver quick? Correct. Gotcha. Appreciate you, man. Yep. Thank you, Marcel. Josh Allen, Mookie Hawkins, Waffle Sports Luke, 10. How you doing? I'm good. Uh-oh. Oh, is that me? There we go. There we go. Okay. Can you hear me? Yep, I got you. Okay, seemed like, man, you was listening to Don't Step on My Blue Suede Shoes today. You was pretty much flawless in the air today. But, um, you know, it seems like today y'all came out here with a little chip on your shoulder. You know what I mean? To go out there and play an upper echelon team like Seattle. The way you guys went out there and forced your will around a tough NFC opponent, how exciting is that for you and your teammates? Um, I mean, it's it's really exciting. And, um, you know, sitting here 72 um you know, we're, we're excited what we can do and um, how we can play, but we understand that only 
you know, not only or seven wins doesn't get you into the playoffs. So we got to continue to find ways to keep stacking weeks and uh, focusing on it one week at a time. Like I said, we know um, we got a different challenge next week that we got a game plan for. And um, you know, every time you step on the field, it's a little bit different. So we got to be ready for it, uh, whatever the case may be, and um, go from there. On the sideline, man, how fun was it to watch this defense just get after uh, Seattle's offense today? Sorry, what was that? And uh, on the sideline, how um, how fun was it to watch uh, this defense just go after Seattle's offense all day today? Oh, I mean, they, they played fantastic, forcing forcing turnovers and creating short fields for us. Um, the blitzes that they brought, you know, Coach Frazier, you know, he really dialed it up today. And uh, my guys went out there and executed, holding their fakes and um, holding their shows and rotations and stuff like that. So, um you know, when we're playing complimentary football like that, it's, uh, you know, it's, we're a hard team to beat. And, you know, we know we're a good team and we got to go out there and, and show that each and every week and um, have like a have a good week of preparation, like I've been saying. And, um, you know, we got a really good Cardinals Cardinals team coming in this next week. So we got to be prepared for anything. Absolutely, man. Hey, keep getting the job done week to week. Good job. Thanks, Mo. Thanks, Josh. That's it for today. The quarterback press conference is presented by Energy Mark the official energy supplier to the Buffalo Bills. All right, that's Josh Allen there, Eric. And uh, it's hard not to be impressed by what he was able to do today. I mean, he set a career high with completion percentage at 81.6%. Previous high was the Thanksgiving game last year when he completed 79% of his passes. And he had 14 more attempts today than he did on that day. Tied a career high with 415 passing yards, which he did all the way in week two. Um, I found it interesting, though, that he said that uh, Pete Carroll, and, or we heard that Pete Carroll in his post-game press conference said he thought they were going to run the ball a lot more. And Steve and I on One Bills Live this week were talking about how the way they were able to run the football last week was going to pay dividends going forward in terms of getting opportunities to victimize teams in the pass game again because that was good run game tape to show opposing defensive coordinators, and it looked to be the case today. Absolutely. And to hear Pete Carroll say that confirms you're in Steve's point throughout the week. And when you can ground someone out like they did last week to the Patriots and then air it out like they did today, only doing two design runs in the entire first half, Josh Allen in the first quarter today was 13 for 15, 154 yards and two touchdowns. When you start a game like that, uh, there can't be a better feeling as a quarterback and as an offensive coordinator knowing that your third-year signal caller is completely comfortable back there, um, dishing it out all over the field, short passes, long passes. They did screens, um, and, and this was a 415 yards without one of the jet sweep flips to him. This was all through the air, uh, real passing. And ever since the first drive, when he hit Isaiah McKenzie in stride, that showed me that he was analyzing the entire field. Isaiah McKenzie oftentimes, you know, not his first look, not his first read, but that was going to be the guy open on that play based upon the coverage and the route concept by the Bills. And when he found him, uh, that, that had to be a great feeling for Brian Dayball knowing uh, that number 17 was locked in today. That five-play scoring drive they had, which finished with Gabe Davis, it was all first downs. They didn't even get to second down or third down on that five-play scoring drive. It was insane. But we got to go back down to the locker room right now for a guy who clearly had his best game in a Bills uniform, A.J. Klein. 
Mike even called it uh, the game of your life here this afternoon. I mean, were you were you flying around? What made you flying around so differently? Uh, you know, this one than maybe what we've seen in the past. Well, I think uh, we had a good plan going into this game, and uh, we knew we were going to have opportunities to get after the quarterback, his backers. So, um, had a lot of opportunities to rush, and um, I'm 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 glad that those sacks and those plays came up because obviously, anytime you have big plays like that, it covers up a lot of. Uh, possibly negative plays or, or negative uh, things that might have happened throughout the game. But um, as a defense, top to bottom, I mean, I think we were plus four in turnover differential. Um, so it's huge. And offense uh, started fast this week and, and was able to carry that momentum. And um, defensively, we had to go out and, and play like that to, to end games. So uh, it was good. It was a good feeling to win. And, and let's move on to the next one. What about just the overall aggressiveness Leslie was calling with the game as a defense do you guys embrace that style of, of things where, where it's really, you know, letting the dogs go? Yeah, I and mean, I think that's part of the, the, the mentality that we went into this week, knowing that we were going to have opportunities to get after Russell. And we didn't want to uh, obviously let him get comfortable because we know he's uh, he's one of the best, if not the best quarterback in the NFL of, of making things happen with his feet, especially when things break down. So uh, bringing pressure and, and getting him uncomfortable is a, a, a key part of our game plan. All right, that's A.J. Klein, who had five tackles, two sacks, four quarterback hits, a tackle for loss, a pass defense, a forced fumble, and, of course, the fumble recovery near the end of the game. Let's go to the locker room now as head coach Sean McDermott is addressing the media. Congratulations on the win. Um, you know, the, the, the narrative certainly in the media, locally, and I think to an extent nationally, is, is statement win uh, for your team. Uh, what's your view internally on, on that statement, that narrative? Yeah, no, I mean, it's just another win. I mean, these are hard to come by, as I've said before. Uh, I appreciate the way our players played in all three phases, really complimenting one another. We took care of the football. Um, special teams got us off to a great start with Andre Roberts' return. And, uh, and we stayed resilient through, through, the, uh, through the course of the game. We knew it was going to be 60 minutes or longer just based on the, their success and Russell Wilson's uh, – just winning mentality. I know typically you don't uh, get a lot of information on, on injuries, but it's been a bit since the end of a game. What can you tell us about Trey White at this point? Yeah, don't don't know. Um, honestly, Adam, I, I have not gotten with uh, – I just jumped out of the shower and got on with you guys here, so uh, I'll know more probably early part of the week here. All right, Sean, thank you. Yeah, sure. Hey, Sean, congrats on the win. Um, Thanks, last, last week – after you guys beat the Patriots, I asked you what this win means. And you said it was an emotional win. Um, it got you emotional. It was emotional for the city. So what does this win against a guy like <laughs> Russell Wilson and the NFC leading Seahawks? Come on, yeah, give me something. Yeah. No, it was a great win. Great win. I mean, he's, any win's a great win in the National Football League. But let's be honest, that's a really good football team that we played today. And, and so was the Patriots. Don't get me wrong. It's just... This week, I mean, to take our game where the guys took it, they, they earned it. They worked their butts off during the week. They were focused. And uh, I just wish our fans, honestly, could have enjoyed it with us. When you look at what the offense was able to do, it really looked like this is the offense we saw the first month of the season. You know, Josh Seta um, tied his uh, career high in passing yards. I mean, guys were just electric out there in the passing game. Just what did you see from that side of the ball and how they were able to execute today? Yeah, just great, great coordination. Uh, I thought Dable did a great job with the offensive staff, good communication on the sideline, and the execution was at a high level. 
Um, and that started back in practice, great communication during the week of practice and what we liked, what we didn't like. And, and, uh, and the players executed again. And it all starts up front. It always starts up front. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Sure. Sean, congrats on the win. Yeah, thanks, Vic. And just the fact that uh, following up what Heather said about this offense, the other part of this was how little you ran, and, and obviously it varied heavily from last week where it was a, a run-oriented attack. When you were preparing this game plan with Brian and basically deciding on, okay, we're going we're gonna to throw it. We think that's the way to go. Um, you as a defensive-oriented guy, it, it, it doesn't quite fit that profile perfectly. So how do you put your head in that position of saying, it's a good day if we have our quarterback throw as much as Josh did today, obviously with the confidence that you were going to have a good result. Yeah, you know, listen, um, you know, we go through, we vet everything out. We talk about, it. I think as a staff, we have great communication during the week and we want to be responsible in what we're doing, um, but also know how we want to win each, how we want to try and win each game. So uh, I really thought we did a good job establishing the line of scrimmage a week ago in the run game. And then this week, we just felt like uh, the right recipe, the right formula was to go to go at him through the air a little bit there. So, um, and I think I think you saw the, the fruits of that. So, uh, again, credit to the offensive line giving Josh time to throw. And Josh, uh, Josh played a heck of a game. Uh, you know, he was under pressure at times. Was able to escape. Was was uh, smart with the football uh, and got it where he needed to get it uh, to his outlets at times when they were pressuring. And um, you know, listen, Josh was emotional. He. he uh, as you probably heard, lost his, lost his grandmother uh, last night. And uh, it was a big, big win and, and a great, uh, great thing for him to play like he played. Uh, just a mentally tough young man. Okay, I actually, actually didn't hear that and very sorry for him and his family. Um, uh, I would, my next, just one quick follow-up was on Josh. Uh, Matt Hasselbeck mentioned this morning on ESPN about the shoulder injury, non-throwing shoulder injury he suffered, uh, that Josh had suffered against the Raiders. Matt said something similar in his career. And was, again, I know this is highly imperfect, but he was using his own physical timeline and saying that the healing point should be good enough now where he would, you know, he was talking this morning that in a game like this, whatever effects that were there, and I know Josh didn't complain about it, nobody really mentioned it, but any thoughts there uh, on the fact that he was more healed maybe from that? And we also saw that result. Yeah, it's probably, I mean, there's a lot of things that, that bake into that, Vic. Um, you know, Josh is a, is a tough, he's a tough sucker, man. And, and that's why I think the guys like playing with him, playing for him. And uh, the O-line likes blocking for him. I mean, that's, he, he endears himself to his teammates. Um, you know, maybe some other quarterbacks would have taken you know, a week or two to come back or whatever timeline. I, I don't watch TV on Sundays before the game, but <laughs> um, really, <laughs> yeah, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I tried to stay away from that. Uh, with all due respect. Um, no, I just I thought it was great. I mean, gutty performance by our team. We knew, like I said earlier, we knew they were gonna um, you know test us through four quarters, and, and they did that. Thanks, Sean. Again, congrats. Yeah. Sure, thanks, man. Hey, Sean, it's John Scott. Um, aggressive is the word we heard a lot of the defensive guys use when describing the plan uh, for this afternoon. Why was, was that something that we, we saw this afternoon, maybe more so that, than some other games? Yeah, I thought Leslie Frazier came up and with the defensive staff uh, as well, came up with a great game plan. Um, you know, just what we felt like we needed to do to, to uh, win the game, honestly, John. And, and I was 
it was fun to watch. It was really fun to watch us uh, play aggressive in, in that regard and, and yet fundamentally sound. We've seen when things have been ramped up and more aggressive, the results have usually been pretty good. It, does that, as a defensive guy, I mean, what allows players to, to seemingly play more free in that aggressive nature? Well, it's probably a mindset. You know, I, I think when you have clarity during the early part of the week in terms of how we want to uh, attack the game plan and, uh, and then they can go out there and execute the practice time we put in allows the guys to, to understand the ins and outs of the defense and, and the game plan, and then they can go out there and play, play free, like you said. Thanks, Sean. Sure. Hey, Sean, Sal, congratulations. Um, Thanks, Sal. I won't ask you about statement games, okay? Stay off that topic here. We made one today. Um, but look, what I do want to ask is, look, everyone, you know, the media loves to create narratives, and everybody and their mother figured this was going to be a high-scoring shootout. As a coach, especially a defensive coach, did you realize that that was going to be the case today? As proud as you are as your, of your defense, did you kind of figure this was going to be exactly what we saw? Well, I think if I'm, if I'm accurate, they were the number one scoring offense in the league. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, we knew that it was going to be – whenever you play Russell Wilson, I've gone up against him a few times as coach against him. I think we were up 31-zip in the divisional, divisional championship game uh, in 2016, I believe, and he came back within a score, you know. So that's, that's the way he is. That's what you need to do, and you got to score points against him, and, and then you've got to play complementary with, uh, with all three phases, and I thought we did that with the takeaways on defense and the special teams unit uh, making some big plays for us also. And if I could ask you, I think Vic's right. I don't, I don't, I don't know that anybody knew about Josh's um, yeah. loss there. Can you just kind of tell us maybe – the mood before the game, what you might have said to him and, and all that? Yeah, so we found out last night. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously our thoughts and prayers go out to Josh and, and his family. And, uh, you know, we talked uh, yesterday on, before meetings last night. I called Josh and just asked him where he was on it. And, I, you know, obviously expressed my sympathy to him as well as his family. And he said he was uh, he wanted to play and, and uh you know, we just felt like he was going to have to compartmentalize for the better part of 24 hours in order to get through the game. And that's what he did. And then it was emotional after the game. And, uh, you know, not an easy thing to, to, to play through. Thanks, Sean. Sure. Hey, Sean. Uh, you know, 34 points against generally is probably not something you're interested in. But you had so, so much probably to be happy about with what you saw from your defense. I guess I just wanted to see what your thoughts are on having a game of 34 points, but doing so many things that I'm sure that, uh, that put a smile on your face. Yeah. I mean, taking the ball away, Tim, I think we was it four times. Uh, we took the ball away four times. So, you know, I like how we were playing offense on defense, uh, if you will. So I like the aggressive mindset and, and uh, I thought our guys did some good things. You know, they, they, you know, like always, Russell's going to make some plays, and they have an explosive offense, and we knew that. Um, and so uh, there's some plays in there we want back, and we've got to make sure we get that, uh, you know, looked at this week as we move forward. What would you be able to say? I know that these are two, you know, when, especially when you're talking about the linebacker position, you want to look at the film and, and see things. But your, your general impressions on both Edmonds and Klein today? Yeah, I thought, as you mentioned, looking at the film would be important, but I thought they were active every time I – saw the ball, you know, in the run game or saw the ball in the pass game, they were, they were around it quite a bit, and, and that's really good to see, really good to see. And I know A.J. made a big play down the stretch on the 
sack fumble there, which is huge. Um, but it's not a team that's t turned the ball over very much coming into this game. So, um, you know, my hat goes off to our defense and the defensive coaches. Was there any kind of extra change of mission for A.J. Klein today? No, A.J. was, was uh, I thought, executed at a high level. Um, that's probably a question more so for A.J. Tim, but uh, really proud uh, of the way he played. Thank you. Sure. Hey, Coach, Jason Wolf for the Buffalo News. Congratulations on a big win. Thanks, Jason. Piggybacking off of uh, Tim's first question there, I, I was curious uh, to ask you, uh, you know, lots of pressure today, the four turnovers, obviously on defense, critical to, to coming out of this with the victory. How do you manage to sustain that now moving forward, now that you guys have had that type of a breakthrough performance? Yeah, well, I think you go back and look at the film like we always do and, and uh, make the make the adjustments that we need to make. And then, you know, we, we look at it and say, hey, okay, what's the next game plan, honestly? Um, so we've got a good Arizona Cardinals team that we're going to travel out west to play, and it'll be a big challenge. Also curious, uh, your thoughts on what Jerry Hughes is able to deliver uh, all season long, and then today in particular, his pressure in the first quarter led to Poyer's interception. He had the strip sack. I mean, the, just yeah. the role that he stepped into on the team this year. Yeah, really proud of him. Really proud of Jerry. Uh, made some big-time effort plays in particular today that I noticed without, again, looking at the film at the interior line and, and whatnot. So uh, really proud of the way he's led that group and um, been a consistent performer for us all season to this point. Big-time plays today. Thank you, Coach. Congrats again. Thanks. Hey, Coach Sal Capaccio here, WGR. Congratulations on a big win. Thanks, Sal. Uh, I want to ask you about your offensive line. A couple, they had three guys go down there pretty quickly in short order, and you know, had to kind of shuffle the deck. You've spoken before about how important it is to have smarts and versatility, and sure enough, you know, you really needed it. Can you kind of just revisit that a little bit? How important that was today? Yeah, you're right. Uh, that position flexibility because of the uh, because of the smarts and toughness. And, you know, again, backup staying ready, being ready to go when, when asked and when called upon. Uh, very unselfish approach, which I think is, uh, is a great thing for a, good, for, for a football team. And, and as far as unselfish approach, I know that that's something you, you harp on, you preach, and uh, you talk about a lot at practice. Uh, how, how, how far does it go? I, I, I read something, heard something today about how you started practice with showing unselfish plays and things like that. And last week doing it uh, with a couple of your biggest players. And how much does that really you know, go a long way for guys to see that everybody, you know, to be all in on that. Yeah, well, it's got to start at the player that, the, you know, the person we're dealing with and the people we have here. And um, when you have those types of guys um, that have that in their DNA, then they want, they, they get, you know, they want to make plays for other guys, right? I mean, you look at the block today, I think it was on the screen where we almost scored the smoke brown, you know, guys blocking on the perimeter of the offense and, that takes wide receivers blocking for another wide receiver. And that's, that's a healthy deal right there. And, and I think that's something that thread we've got to continue to grow. That. Thanks coach. Okay. Thanks. Al. Sean McDermott's press conference is presented by hunt the official real estate and relocation company of the Buffalo bills. All right, Eric, that's head coach Sean McDermott. And I don't know how you feel, but, I think this was probably the most complete game that the Bills played this season. What, what do you think about that? 
Yeah, I agree with that 100%. And uh, Seattle climbs back in and late, makes some big plays in the fourth quarter to put up maybe uh, more points, make it a little bit more closer than it even seems uh, when you look at the 44 to 34 final. But this was a game where both sides of the ball played well. And you heard Sean McDermott say, even Sean McDermott would admit that maybe this game feels a little better. This win feels a little better because that was a great Seattle team that they played. And to get a win like this against probably the NFC's best team is a great momentum builder heading into the rest of the season. It's a great confidence builder. And I liked what we saw from Zach Moss, Josh Allen, Micah Hyde, and Jordan Porter. It seems to be a lot of confidence exuding out of these guys after that win. And for good reason. The Bills are 7-2 and two after nine games for the first time since 1993. Eric, thanks very much for your insight and your time. Absolutely. It's a pleasure, Chris. All right. That's Eric Wood joining us here on Bills Tonight. Be sure to tune in for the broadcast version of Bills Tonight coming your way at 1130 this evening on MSG. We'll see you then.